Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Final segment here, Arthur Most Wesley Euler, Steelers Bliss, right here on Steelers Nation Radio. And as we said, going into that final break, we we're going to turn the floor over to you guys. Allow the power grid and the megawatts to participate, whether we are live or not live. We always love your participation. And for future references, the best way to get involved is to hit us up on the Twitter.com at dubody 52 dubody and at Wesley Euler. The good hair. There it is. So with that being the case, man, I'm going to turn it over to the good hair one. So that way you can give the people the time because the time is yours. Time's yours. Uh, Mozi, we uh, got a couple draft questions here and a couple funny questions. So let's uh, let's uh, roll on through these things. Our buddy Steeler Rocker Jay up in New Hampshire. There it is. Says, All right. I hope I'm not jinxing any of this. But I see the Steelers doing what they have to do, trading up to get Joey Porter Jr., perhaps just using the 49th pick to move up a few spots, and then really considering offers at the 32nd pick to move down a little bit and collect those picks back. Does that sound like a solid plan? Or it's a solid plan if you ask me, but what are your thoughts? I like the concept. Um, yeah. 32nd is going to have legs. We obviously heard Coach Tomlin talk about that yesterday, I believe it was. And... When you think about the talented players in the first round, it's just simple supply and demand. We know that the first-round talent is going to be there, but everybody doesn't have first-round draft picks. Everybody doesn't have multiple first-round picks. So you want to be able to get a chance to get one of these assets. Well, with us having the 32nd pick, we get to double dip. So after we pick at 17, whichever players, because it's going to be multiple players, that have first-round grades on them that fall out of that first round, our phone is going to be buzzing off the hook trying to get that 30-second pick because you're going to get the pick of the litter. You're going to get to decide which first-round player that did not get drafted that you want to take. And it's a great situation to be in for us if we decide to keep that pick. But it's also great if we're deciding that we want to uh, acquire more assets. So the way you do that is, say you want to trade back from 32 to 35, or you trade back from 32 to 38, 40. 
Okay, you still got pick 49. You move right. back 10 spots, but now you might gain an extra pick as well in there somewhere because that's typically how it works. You're going to get an extra third round pick or extra fourth round picks, depending on how high a team is trying to move up. So now you've acquired an extra second or an extra third or an extra fourth, and you just feel great about that scenario. So to me, man, I'm all for that potential of moving back at 32. But I also went and hated if at 32, we're just like, yo, we love this player. We love He's this, available. Yeah. He's our first round grade. We're taking him. I wouldn't hate that either. I am absolutely with you. If they end up moving up from 17 and using the 49th pick to go get a Joey Porter Jr., to go get a Paris Johnson Jr., maybe they just love the juniors and they got to come away with one of the juniors, <laughs> right? Um, I, I, I think abs- like hypothetically here, they do that. They move up from 49, use the 49th pick. I think that, that that is not like you're not overpaying. I think that that's a fair price to pay to move up a few spots to get a guy that you really want when you're kind of on the verge of, you know, getting getting close to that top 12, top 14 or so. And then at, at 32, you're absolutely right. You're going to have offers. You're going to have at least a handful of solid offers that you could use that move down 10 ish spots, uh, 11 spots, something like that reclaim some capital in the process and then they're losing the 49th pick you know you're still able to replenish or you just say we got our guy in the first round here at 32 we're getting our guy in the second round and 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 you love the business that you've done this offseason and you add two players to that in the top 32 picks that you think can come in and help you right away like options is what it all comes down to and if it plays out this way the Steelers will have some solid options so yeah Jay, to get back to your question, I do think that's a solid plan. If it ends up playing out that they tr- that they use 49 to trade up and then they use 32 to recuperate some of that, great. If they use 49 to trade up and then they just take someone at, let's say, 13-14 and they take someone at 32, great. When was the last time the Steelers had two picks in the top 32? That probably hasn't happened in, in decades, I would I would imagine. Um, they're, they're in a good spot, and I do think, as you and I have laid out here over the last couple weeks, um, it's reasonable to believe that they could be aggressive in this position because it's a, it's a new day. It's a new regime. Uh, Let's see. Mozi Scott in Jersey tweets us and says, I also, I love to, when the tweeters have their location, like it's a phone call. Seriously. Right. I like that. I like that. Arthur in Pittsburgh, Wes in Morgantown, Scott in Jersey. He says, Nolan Smith, to me, is a tough call, real intriguing at 17. Is he an edge, or is he is he a true inside, or is he a true edge, or is he an inside linebacker? Can he be a Micah Parsons light type player? Not voting for or against, but I do like him. He's moved up uh, a little bit since the combine, and he's obviously a team captain coming off of an injury. <laughs> it's listen, that's that's a tough. I don't Motsi, I'm not we're not doing the let's compare. Right, we talk about this all the time. Like, let's not Compared let's not Michael compare Parsons. let's not compare Lord. every quarterback to uh to Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger. It look like that. That's the inside outside guy you want to just compare him to off the off just that one. <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good company. Uh, but listen, I I don't know. I think he's more of an edge, but you you would have a better opinion on this, obviously, as as an inside outside guy yourself. But listen, if you're getting anything close to my, if you're getting even Micah Parsons light, I would sprint to the podium to take that at 17. Yeah, to me, um, I like Nolan. I think he's extremely athletic, very strong, very talented. 
I have been on the fence about him, though, throughout this whole process because you watch his tape, he's a tweener. I don't think he's a prolific pass rusher in the sense of like having a, a, a ton of skill and moves, but he does know how to win. But I question if the move that he won with consistently in college, if that's going to translate to the NFL level. Because the tackles are bigger, they're stronger, they're just more fundamentally sound. Yeah. And for him being a little bit smaller for the position, the way that he was winning with his power rush two hands and just snatching guys, I don't think you're going to consistently do that. So you're going to have to have some form of counter or just the ability to put yeah. together rushes, almost like chain rushing. I typically, when I watch him on film, I haven't seen a lot of that. When you talk about him playing an inside linebacker, you look at the combine, and yeah, he's athletic, he's fast as uh, as heck, and you know he does a lot of things like that. But my question, once again, being a guy that's transitioned from outside to inside, is different in terms of your vision. Outside linebacker, you're always going forward, and you're seeing everything outside in, and it's half a man. When you're an inside linebacker, it's read first, react. But you got to see left and right. It's a broader viewpoint. And at times, man, I've seen a lot of extremely athletic guys drown, so to speak, playing off ball where they got to pause for a second, see out both eyes, process all this information, and still be a player. Sure. That's not something that is an easy thing to transition to, just speaking from experience. So for Nolan, I don't know. Um. I think early on, I play him as a situational rusher mm-hmm. and see if I can develop more out of that. And then probably through all practice stuff, I try to do the slow game of let me see you dropping the coverage. Let me see you moving around as a rover, you know, walking around the interior part of the line and blitz and maybe drop you into the middle, you know, right over the ball and, and be a spy. Use some of that stuff. Because, like I said, he's very athletic and he's a good player, but he's one of those pieces where it's just like, are you Micah Parsons or are you Hassan Riddick? Are you mm. Hassan Riddick in Arizona? Or are you Hassan Riddick that was in Carolina and then in Philadelphia? Because those are very different oh, yeah. players. Sure. But that's the guy that I think Nolan Smith is more in line with this Hassan Riddick. Okay. Ultra athletic, very fast, still. It's gotta be you gotta be used in the right way. Yeah, yeah. Cause I've seen when they tried to play Hassan off ball when I was in Arizona, and that was not his game. It slowed him down and made him think too much. You put him at edge like he was in Carolina and then in Philadelphia, and he's a 14-plus sack guy, and he's getting after these dudes. I just think for Nolan, it's going to be one of those, whatever scenario you get him in, you got to get him in the right position. Man. Correct. I think you're absolutely like, right. Because some of these I guys think... have a ton of position flexibility. Some of them do. They, but they do. for me, he's, I don't know, it's, just, it's different to me with him, man. You like it's great to have a tweener, and you know I I'm using air quotes as I say this. It's great to have a tweener, but you you gotta know how to deploy them. Um, yeah, tweener, and, uh, I love that cool. Hassan that, Riddick example is a great one by you. Because yeah, tweeners are cool, man. I, I was a tweener, you know, and it's one of those things, the gift and the curse. You love it because you could wear multiple hats. You're always gonna have a job because you could play inside, you could play outside, you could play the run, you could rush the pass, you could drop into coverage. But as a tweener, you're never great at one thing. So in terms of having a team say, I love you as a rusher, that's hard. I can't look at no one and just say, I just love him as a pass rusher. 
I can't look at no one just say I love him as a as an off ball linebacker. You can't look and say I just love him as an athlete. It's just like he's good at a lot, but what is he per se great? What is his bread and butter? And that's the part where the tweener knock, you know, the tweener thing kind of hurts you, so to speak. If sure, this guy's sure. six seven, two eighty, you're like, he's not a tweener. He might not be the most athletic, but he's big. He's a run stuffer. He's physical. If he's undersized, well, he's elite, fast, lateral quickness. He has that. Like, you can't beat that. But when it's like what we're talking about right here with Nolan, it's just like, man, he's kind of this, but he's kind of that. He's kind of that, but he's kind of this. So, you know, like I said, it just depends on what defense you're getting him in. But I like him as a player, though. He's a really good player. I agree. I think he can excel. I think he's got a unique skill set. But, yeah, where he lands and how they try and use him and deploy him and develop him, I think is going to play a big part in that. Uh, much like Hassan Riddick. I love that example from you. In fact, I might even steal that on our SNR draft coverage on Thursday night whenever hey. Nolan Smith is selected at some point, it whether is. it's 17th it overall by the Steelers or else. I think it's. I think he's safely a first-round pick. Um, yeah, I've seen so, him mark to the Steelers. Um, I'm going to steal that. I'm going to steal that on Thursday yeah. night. He's a good player, man. Hey, hey, respect, man. I'm just glad I can help you out. I'll give you credit for it, though. I'll give you credit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, uh, let's wrap up these tweets with our buddy Steeler Nation 920. So, you know, he, 920 always has some some good questions here for us. So this is off the heels of our Bud Dupree conversation last week, talking about how, you know, when you just take the pure football uh, or the, um, like, desire to to be on the best team possible element out of it, that, Atlanta, that the Falcons make a lot of sense for Bud Dupree, where he's going to have a bigger opportunity playing for his hometown team, back in his home state, all those things. Uh, Steeler Nation 920 says, you know, like on the heels of that conversation, I think that I would choose playing for the Steelers over winning a Super Bowl. So if you were both given the chance, Motsi, you could play for your childhood dream team or you could win a Super Bowl with somebody else. Wes, you could play for the Penguins or you could win a Stanley Cup for somebody else. What are you choosing? Cool. Hold on. So I could win a Super Bowl. Or play for my childhood so team. So I could play for the Penguins, or right. I could win a Stanley Cup with Anybody the Minnesota, else, yeah. the Minnesota Wild. So I could play for the Dallas Cowboys, or win a Super Bowl with somebody else. I'm going to take the Super Bowl personally. Um, I love the Cowboys. Don't get it twisted. Um, that's like I said, why I started playing football at an early, early age. It was a dream, but I've been on the doorstep of winning a championship my whole life. We're talking rec ball. We're talking middle school ball. We're talking high school. We're talking college. And unfortunately, we're talking the NFL. I have been the runner-up too many times. AFC championship at the NFL level. Semifinals at the collegiate level in the postseason. State finals in terms of track and wrestling. Okay. It goes back. Shoot, I even lost my rec basketball championship game. All uh, right? That one still hurts. How about, you better believe it. And that was basketball, and then I lost it in football as well. And I went off in both of the games. Oh, yeah, 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 man. So you talk about a guy. Man, I even take it back, man. We used to do this three-on-three thing called Hoop It Up for all my basketball people out there. It used to be an urban street ball, like, three-on-three pickup basketball tournament. They would just travel around the world almost like and one mixtape. Dude, we even lost in the championship at that one. So what? for me, yes, dude, I can't, I can't make this up. Literally, every time I get to the championship, we lose. And I've always bought out too. I, I don't, I don't think I've had a bad game in a championship. Or Leon can't do everything. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm legit. I have not had a bad game in those moments. But for some reason, 
my squad we always lose. I don't know why, bro. So for me, I need that. I need that ring. So I need that ring that. <laughs> now I look forward to the time where you and I get nominated for some prestigious award on this show, but we end up coming in second place. You know, we'll be up. We'll be up for an Emmy, not or not an Emmy. What, what would we be up for? Yeah, no, we'd be up for an yeah, Emmy nomination or some, yeah. you know, yeah. NFL award or some yeah. iHeart Radio award, and we'll come in second place. I'm looking forward to the moment that that's happened. Look, I'm look, also. Look. I was so shocked when I actually won the Buck Buchanan Award. In my mind, well, that's an individual award. You knew you no, had that in the back, but, but still, in my mind, I was like Your teammates to let you down. In my mind, though, I was just like. You're gonna get number two. Watch. <laughs> we're just gonna be pissed off, but you're gonna be number two. That's all I was like. We're gonna be pissed off with whoever it is because we know this is janky and there's no reason why this should happen. But whoever it is, just motivation. That's all I was already baking on that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm gonna find out where they stay, where their mama stays. I'm gonna hey, be mama, better than I, them. I, I said, I'm already pulling the Kanye. Hey, no disrespect to you, Taylor. No disrespect to you. But Arthur was the best player. You know what I'm saying? Like that was gonna be my mindset already. I'm just I'm just letting you know. Um, I also I know we've had these conversations before, but now it like really just hit me that um maybe the you know, we have a lot in common on this show. We do the intro, right? The decade of NFL experience, the good hell of hair. We've got our own things as well, too, going on. One another, you know, something that we have in common as well, too, is that we Uh-oh. are both we're both you know, state runner ups here. So this mm-hmm. is the this is the it this hurts. is the this is the state runner up show. It hurts, man. Um, it hurts. I listen, 920, you this is a good question because like being able to play for the Penguins or being able to play for the Steelers or the Pirates, you know, like to particularly if it was for a long stretch, five, six, seven, eight, yeah. nine, ten, something like that. To be able to have your family and your friends go to the games mm-hmm. and all that, like that would be awesome. Like all my boys yeah. going down to PPG Paints Arena, you oh, know, yeah. to to watch me play for the Pens, like that would be awesome. But I'm going Stanley Cup as well, too. I mean, my name's Man, chiseled on that. My name's forever. chiseled on that thing for yeah, for 80 years oh, until it ring, goes to the Hall of Fame. Forever. <laughs> yes, man. So that's and the one thing I think about. I'm like, your team is immortalized forever. Your that name band, is on the trophy. Like, and man. you get a day over the summer that you get to party with the trophy. And yeah. I'm taking that thing down to Pittsburgh, anyways, down to the point. And, and, and just pouring and, champagne and, and letting look. everybody drink out of it all day. And on top of that, you get the annual reunion. You're gonna get the ten. You can get the five year reunion, the ten year reunion, the twenty year reunion. Like you're always gonna get some. Oh man, come on, man! And it's yeah. gonna say in my bio forever, Stanley yep. Cup champion. Stanley Cup champ. But that is a tough one because, like you know, to be able to have your friends and your family right in town and go to your yeah. games and everything, like that would be and that I, I would think be pretty be different. I think it might be different if my hometown team was like my favorite team, but like yeah. Yeah, that was never like even in my thought process of having like my family Correct. at the game. It was just like Correct. I love Dallas, so I just want to be you know coming with the star on my helmet. My folks will be at them games like that. Yeah. Yeah, nah, come on, they can't. The, the whole crew can't just hop in the car yeah. and be there nah, in thirty not minutes. All. Not at all. <laughs> but I like that. that. Was a good question, right? There. I like that. That was a that good was question. Good. I like that one. Uh, Nine twenty also wants to know if either of you have ever thought about coaching a youth sport. Motsi, any football or wrestling? Wes, would you ever coach a youth team? Maybe hockey. Man, I've um, coached. Um, I coached my daughter's uh basketball team for. I was gonna say Motsi does seasons. Yeah, yeah, I did three seasons. Man, it was a blast. Um, I actually did not want to do any coaching. Uh, I still don't want to personally, but it was one of those things where for my daughter, we have a great relationship, and 
you know, they needed a coach for the women's basketball team. So, you know, I tapped in and it was a blast, man. The girls loved it. We had a lot of success and it was just cool in terms of the impact. And now when I see some of the uh, the young ladies and what they've grown into since then, it is cool. you know, it's really cool in that vein. The one person that is trying to get me back out there is my little man, G. I was so, going to say, that's where yeah, I was going he, next he, with he's, this. He's the one. But uh, for me, man, the big reason why I'm not into the coaching thing right now is just time. I'm trying to be as present with my family as I can. And it's I'm a big a commitment type person. When I commit to something, I commit. So for context purposes, it's a big when commitment. I started coaching my daughter's basketball team, I'm in here like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. So you spend, you know, hours watching tape on how to improve or how to just relate to that age group. What reading reading stuff from other coaches. Yeah. yeah. Like seriously, because every age group is different. Um, the way that you can coach a high schooler versus a middle schooler is different. A way collegiate different. person versus yeah. a professional person is different. And if you think that you don't have to make adjustments or you don't have to understand that, then you're going to be sadly mistaken, you know, when you're trying to have success at that level. So, you know, it's just one of those things like for me, timing right now man is why i'm kind of like backing off of it unless the little man gets me back out there completely understand yeah that's funny that's where i was gonna go like so what so you're telling me if gray is a football star you ain't gonna coach i don't know about that but But you cross that bridge when you get i I coach him and and the thing is even with the sports he plays right now i coach him on a one-on-one level right but i'm talking about in terms of like the full-on commitment to to the team Correct. Yeah, because he 100%. wants me to do that. I'm like, man, 100%. I'm not coaching the team. I'll coach you. I'm not doing the team. Hundred yeah. percent. And I think, I think you and I have this in in common. And you are obvious. You're on a completely different level because you were in the NFL for a decade. But like, so much of our life and lives revolves around sports. Sports. Yeah. That like, I just, I just want to watch. You know, I like, love like, being able to sit in the stands and just. I just want to sit in the fan. stands and just yes. be a fan, just be a spectator. Like I loved, you know, like my sister was a pretty good lacrosse player. She won a Whippeal. She won a Whippeal championship. She's a pretty good runner. She's a D one runner at WVU right now. I just liked going and watching her, and not have you know, not not being involved in it, just sitting in the stands yep. and and I can I'll and, only and I imagine say, with my kids it's going to be the yep. same. I'll say that was the one thing that I did kind of miss out or miss when I was coaching my daughter, it was like, man, the dynamic was different and we loved it. It was a, a dope experience for us being coach and, you know, father, daughter element. Mm-hmm. But I did miss being able to just sit in the stands and cut up and act a fool yeah. for her and like really show Cause you know, as a coach, just, en- just enjoy emotion, the game, but you still got to be a little more reserved because right. you, know, you got other players out there and you got to still be in the moment. But you know, it was just moments where I'm like, man, I remember certain things from when I yeah. wasn't coaching her and how yeah. fun that part was. So, you know, like I said, it has its pros and cons with it's it. It's less stressful, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You don't have yeah. to balance the whole, all right, don't don't be too happy that your daughter scored. Like, right. Nah, right. You or you're worried, like, yeah. do all the parents much, think that I'm yeah. playing my daughter too much? Seriously, you know? Man. Yeah. You're right. It's just, it's just, it, it, it is. It's a lot to balance. It is. And that's why you know, God bless everybody who coaches youth sports. Like, because Seriously, I know it's, man. I know it's respect, not easy. It's, it's a commitment. It's, it's a commitment as you've, as you've yeah. said. But one thing I will though, say man. though, it's definitely needed. I'd be interested to hear your one. We'll wrap up with this. Like, do you think 15, 20 years from now, when your kids are, you're an empty nester, your mind could change. You like, oh, yeah. because I have two buddies that coach high school hockey in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. you know, that I grew up playing with that now that, and like I, I've always thought when 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 it's 20 years from now and I'm in my 50s and I'm an empty nester and I've got more free time, 
like it might be fun for me to go coach it, to be an assistant hockey coach at that point. And then I can mm -hmm. just, I don't know any of these kids or their families. So there's not yeah. like, I'm not playing favorites. I'm not, I would just be coaching and enjoying it and trying mm -hmm. to, you know, relationships and like, I think I could see myself doing something like that later on yeah. when I'm still young enough. And if, you know, one of my boys is the head coach for a high school team and I go and be his assistant, something like that. Like, I think I could see myself doing something like that. Could you see coaching yeah. football 20 years from now? That's something that, you know, I've talked about or I've thought about. Uh, it's funny, man. I still get people to ask me about that. Like, man, so are you going to wait till like the kids are out the house? Then you'll come in and start coaching because, yeah, I know, you know, that's one of my passions. It's something that I'm naturally good at, but it's something that I work at as well. So, yeah, it's definitely, you know, something that if it makes sense down the line. But I would also have to say this. I know where I'm already at. At that point, of, you might really want your free time. Yeah, I'm like, man, you're talking for my son. I'm looking at 10 years. Essentially, that's where we're at right now. In 10 years, we will yep. be empty nesters, Lord willing. He'll be about to graduate high school in 10 years, yeah. So you mean to tell me 10 years of me working, YouTube, radio, period? Like, man, we might be to the point where we're like, you know what? The kids are gone. We're gone, too. You're like, I'm we're checking out. I'm going to be in Hawaii yeah. for a month. I'm going to poke around like, Europe for a couple months. Like, I'm just saying, like, in 10 years. You can, come you, you can catch me in Puerto Rico me, me chilling. Me and wifey, we're going to be over here like, hey, we, we need to research the better suntan lotion, man. I'm trying not to get no no burn on my back. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm over here on I'm everybody's gonna, beach. I'm going to hit you up. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm just chilling in Rome, you know, having yeah. some pasta for dinner. What's no, 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 no. Every time you call me, I'm I'm going to answer the phone in a different language. What would right. you speak yeah, right here? Exactly. Oh, this, this merci, Russian, merci man. I was beaucoup, over here right merci now. Merci beaucoup. Oh, you know? oui, oui. Oh, 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 ciao, Bella, ciao, Bella. <laughs> I'll, face, I'll FaceTime you like 15 years from now, and you'll just turn around, and you'll be sitting like at the Mediterranean, yeah. in Gre you know, one of those places in yeah, Greece. Yeah, absolutely. Like, with, on, with the, the on the walls. side of the hill yeah, with, all the, yeah. with, the, with, the, with the ocean in the background. You'll just that, that, feed up like you. eating some pineapple with some Tito's look, or something. Look, Lord willing, if I don't mess it up. <laughs> that's, that's that's the plan, all right? Game, that's, that's the, the plan. If I don't mess it up, if I don't mess it up, that's the plan. It's funny. I'm I'm like uh I'm I'm what? I'm about 16 years behind you, 18 years I, behind I, you, I, but same game plan. I, I just know, I just know what once I leave ahead of time, whenever you, wifey, and the kids, y'all want to come through, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, hey, pull up, man. Vacation that's at right. the Moses, all right? Pull up on that's right. Yeah. That's right. And and what's good too is by that point, I mean, you and Shonda, you'll have the whole book of like, here's you know where you saying? should go, here's where yeah. it stinks. You're good, man. <laughs> no, that's a that's a good questions though today. That was a uh, that was a good like times that. yours. I like that. That's a that's a good like way to end the lot, show. Man. Good good laugh and conversation to end the show. No, without a doubt, man. So with that being said, this is the penultimate show to the NFL draft, and I'm super excited about that, man. So don't forget to tap in on Thursday night to see who. Oh yeah. We are welcoming to the Steelers family, baby. But as we always do, I'd like to give a big time shout out to my producer, Mr. Wesley Euler. Thanks, coach. Hey, man, I appreciate you, man. You kept it nice and crispy today, man. In and out of our breaks the way that we need to. All my levels were perfect. Next, got to give a shout out to the Power Grid and the Mega Watch because both of y'all, when y'all put y'all powers combined, y'all for the greatest audience in the world and we are grateful for you all for that indeed indeed and then and then last but certainly not least can i give a shout out to my partner in crime the one and only mr wesley Ooh. 
I love the penultimate drop there a moment ago as well. I, I, I tell you, that warms that warms my co-host heart. Man, I'm just detailing my work, you know, taking the lessons that were uh, that were passed down to me and just trying to continue to teach one to the next one. All right. So with that being said, hope you all enjoyed yourself. But you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and the goal. Stellars. Nation. Radio. And there it is. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.